Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 489. Today is January 12th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm another one, Adriel. And the other two are playing hooky tonight. Probably out having fun, watching movies, playing with dogs. Yeah. Moving houses, doing all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. All All the fun stuff in life. Mostly dags. Like, do you <laughs> yeah. like dags? Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's too old of a reference to. What was that? Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. I don't recall. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, why don't we get into what we did in guns and uh, Adriel? What you get up to this week? Well, aside from the nap that I just woke up uh, from, uh, putting me late for getting on the show. Uh, let's see. My Carcanos, I think that's Carcani, uh, are on the ways. On the way, on the ways. They are uh, uh, many Carcanos uh, coming from Marstar. Should be here next week. So next week, maybe I'll actually clear up some space back there. No, you just got to build more gun rack. Like another level, like out, or another level up? Maybe another level Well, up. you might need to bring your T-slot extend that down so you can put some horizontal more rifles horizontal and then that would clear up space in your vertical hmm. or okay. another level of vertical and kind of squeeze stuff together i got some more space over here i could i could put some stuff <laughs> over there just like just litter the floor and just like stack them like pick up sticks all over the place yeah anyways carcano's yeah. on the way uh, looking forward to that. Did my uh, orientation quiz for Sherwood Park, so that's all done. And uh, I think Spencer was asking about Utreon uh, last year, or sorry, last episode. Uh, and <clears throat> I've been I've been on there for a year apparently. Uh, so I think I signed up uh, last year and put some of my videos up there, just from like hunting gear guy. And I see that, uh, yeah. They're still there. So I uh, I went back on there. I got on Discord and actually I just got a message over there. So looks like yeah, it looks like there's some people over there. So I might uh, I might reach out to the uh, founder over there and try to get him on the show for cool. very soon. Nice. Uh, I think that's about it. I mean, yeah, I'll have some guns next week to uh, to look at. It'll be next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, lots of guns next week for us to look at. Nice. Guns that I have owned before, but more of them. There you go. An investment. It's an investment. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Well, the law of self-defense came in there last week on Friday. So, yeah. Law of self-defense by uh, Andrew Bronca. It was actually 
recommended by Spencer, and mm. I ordered it. It came in, so I spent Saturday, and I read that Saturday. So, and it looks like it's got the foreword from Masad Ayub. Yeah, yeah, the foreword from Masad Ayub. Uh, I believe, yeah, he did the Meg Forty or does the Meg Forty course. Yeah, had him on the show, and had him on the show. Spencer and Trevor went to one of his courses. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, it was a really good book. Um, I, I was just gonna start reading it and ended up just finishing it on Saturday. So, <laughs> so, and now any just... uh, any big learnings out of there? Hmm. Well, it's a little one big one, I guess, is uh, like it didn't necessarily quite say it, but on the modification, yeah, he started touching on the modifications for your everyday carry and more of the distasteful stuff like, you know, thug killer or whatever, getting that printed on your gun is probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. But kind of insinuated, like, you know, if you're going to make modifications, think about what that could insinuate. And I've heard other people say it, but kind of kind of put it off so hmm. you know did it did it have anything about like let's say you're in a restaurant and someone robs a place and you shoot them a couple of times and disarm them does it say you should like fire a couple of extra shots into them anything about uh, that? yes they did say about that and they said don't do it <laughs> don't, don't execute someone after they're already dead <laughs> yeah exactly okay, and now okay. an example of yeah, he's down and you shoot him and he's down, he's dead, and you shoot him in the head just to make sure. Yeah, no, he said, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> might be problematic. Might, yeah. You might have to explain yourself in front of a, a jury or maybe, maybe a, you know, what do they call it? What's the master jury? What do they say they're doing to that guy in Texas with who? Uh, <clears throat> that's the one I'm That's it for the grand for jury. Listeners. Grand jury. That's what they're yeah, doing. That's bef- yeah, that's before. Yeah, the grand jury. That's before it even goes to trial. The grand jury can throw something out or oh, let it okay. proceed. Yeah. Which apparently, yeah. like, it, that, I guess that's like standard MO, but like, that's what's happening to that guy who was involved in that defensive gun use in, in Texas. Hmm. Yeah. So he's being charged in that, like, he put it said in the book, like, it goes through. So if the prosecutor decides they're going to lay charges, they put together their case. It goes to the grand jury and the grand jury looks at it like either a, you have a case or no, basically what uh, Andrew Bronco says is it's just, just a, a step. That's it. It's very few get knocked out at the grand jury stage and not so, but it really good book on your mindset and how to prepare beforehand for the, evidentiality that you actually have to use force to to defend yourself of course based on the u.s legal system i think you have to talk to uncle but i think there would be some parallels in there except for there might be some extra charges that we have to worry about as well yeah the whole like producing a handgun from your waistband is uh (laughs) well yeah problematic here (laughs) yeah and some interesting stuff like with the uh, pepper spray and how in some states and how that's going where in some instances or some states are actually kind of setting a dangerous precedent with considering them a, a dangerous or a, a lethal uh, force or deadly force, I guess. They break it out, mm-hmm. non-deadly force or deadly force. And in some cases they're actually saying that the pepper spray is deadly force. 
Interesting. I always thought that, that mm-hmm. was like very clearly less lethal. Yeah. They're trying to make it so that because you know, criminals are trying to use that in committing their crimes. So they're trying to set a precedent where, okay, if they used it in that instance, it's deadly force. But if you use it for self-defense, it's not necessarily deadly force. So it's, but obviously it's legal. So how do you write that in there? And it gets really, really dicey. I don't know. I think I'd rather have someone rob me with pepper spray than rob me with a a handgun. Well, yeah, (laughs) me personally as well. Yeah. But no, overall, really good book. Like I said, I couldn't put it down. So now Crystal's going to read it. And I think it's going to be one that I definitely read through a number of times. And it's really good because it's got tables in it that uh, go through the different variances in certain self-defense laws based on the state and Hmm. that. So and he's got an online resource that I'll have to check out that. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, it it was really good. Really good read easy read it's legal but it was an easy read it's made so that you can actually just sit down and read it and it's entertaining it's interesting not dry cool other than that i've been trying to sort through all my crap or looking at trying to figure out where the hell i start because i don't know where how i ended up with so many odds and ends and crap even just like the gun room not everywhere else but just it's insane. Hmm. Yeah. Going stir crazy, trying to wait for visa and form six and that, but uh, I did get one project shotgun done, getting ready to mail that out. And then I have my other Benelli that I might actually start working on and get that done before, before I go something to do. So yeah. Other than that, yeah, it's something to do. I'll, I'll pack you a, uh, I <laughs> I'll send it to Grisand to your house. Yeah, I got lots to do for sure. Yeah, you've probably got lots of lots of stuff to yeah. pack. Gun room. I don't. Do you need a gun room? Hmm. Probably. Well, I'm, when we get when we actually get moved into a new place, like we're looking to get like a three bedroom place so that I could still have like my studio, and the studio would be yeah. my gun room, and you know, right now. I have the basement and it's a general rule. You don't go to the basement, but I'll even put like a lock on the door, like what you got for your vault and just have everything locked up there and have my studio and it'll be studio slash gun room. So cool. Yeah. And that was, that's about it for me. Just sitting here going stir crazy, trying to figure out what I do. (laughs) Or what I can or should do right now. <laughs> uh, we'll get into upcoming events. It's winter time. It's January. There are none. It's but cold. there is shot. Well, I mean, and this goes into new gun stuff and everything as well. But shot shows next week, so there'll be some stuff. I'm sure. Like that's an event. If you're going, enjoy. And yeah, we'll get on to the news. And the first one here, yeah, we mentioned, what one was that? Was that November? We mentioned that the government of Alberta was trying for their intervener status. It was right after uh, Polytechnic got denied their intervener status. I know that. But uh, they 
got granted their intervener status for the CCFR lawsuit. Yeah, the Alberta government did, yep. yep. So, good. I guess they can say, yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, we're not doing any of this stuff. Or <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you got a government sitting there saying, no, this isn't good, I think it holds a little bit more weight than a group of people or definitely is a good addition to that uh, strong group of people that are there. Well, the interesting part is uh, because the CCFR, this is a charter challenge about possession of property, about like what the government has to do in order to seize private property. Uh, it is in the province's jurisdiction. Private property is the pro- province's jurisdiction. Yes, gun gun laws are. So it's kind of an interesting, uh, I guess, play I guess, uh, to, to figure out where the constitutionality lies and uh and where jurisdiction for this is because this is what we've been seeing right the federal government's like hey provinces can you handle this whole like gun seizure thing and they're like no (laughs) how do you do yeah so yeah it's uh i think it's it's right it does need to go to court yeah really good uh i think i'll saskatchewan had applied too didn't they so we'll see if they get granted that i thought um I, I thought they Saskatchewan for intervener. Apply. They might have. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't remember, but I know I've already okay. got it just recently or so. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Now, a little bit of news. And uh, beginning of the week, it looked like the government was going to use PEI as the test case for gun seizures and buyback. And then it came out today that no, no, they're not. And they don't have any public schedule or ID on how it's going to happen still. You saw that too, right? That wasn't just me. Yeah, no, I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. That, it, like, it was like a, a star or whatever that, that talked to the safety office and they said, no, PEI is not going to be the test case and they have zero plan right now. I think this was like an old plan. Like this is like an old, like maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll start with PEI. There's only 5,000 gun owners there. It'll be small. It'll be easy to like, tr- like try it out there. Um, but that, that seemed like a real half-baked, like early process idea. And uh, that's, mm. that's not the plan. Yeah. Which I'm sure everyone in all the gun owners in PEI are probably breathing a sigh of relief about because. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get the, you don't get the crappy beta version <laughs> of the gun seizure in your province. Yeah. We all get to enjoy that uh, together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We get to be in the same boat on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another piece of news. uh, The Illinois governor, JB Pritzker, I think if you read that name, right, it's actually very fitting signs assault weapons banned. Apparently they uh, ban new purchase of assault weapons. Still wondering what they mean by assault weapons. Cause yeah. Uh, banned possession of high cap mags, mm-hmm. 10 per rifle, 15 for handguns. That sounds like it's more on like the uh, Colorado uh, In the, plan. This, is possession. this isn't purchase. This is possession. Mm. So all existing ones are out as well. Okay. The purchase, the purchase of, um, new assault weapons, but you get to keep whatever you got. Yeah. So if you have an AR-15... Yeah, Colorado, you can't use a MIG that holds more than 10. Yeah. But I guess, you, yeah, maybe you can own them, or California, you can't use them, but if you bought them pre-certain date, you're okay. 
Yeah. Uh, registration of semi-auto rifles. Mm-hmm. Step red one. flag law, which, once again, red flag laws exist all over. Like, what's new with this one? Uh, banned pistol FA switches, full auto switches. Yeah, they're banning pistol but, switches. Like, those are illegal. You, like, they're, it's already they're, very, <laughs> they're all over the place. They're yeah. all over the place. Um, I don't know, like, how many, like, gang shooting videos you watch or whatever, but you often hear that fast full auto of a, of a, typically on a Glock, right? The, yeah. uh, there's a back plate. They switch in this other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can switch them to full auto and you hear that, that, uh, yeah. that quick firing pistol um, and quick missing pistol. Um, I'm sure this is already illegal though. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it is. It's manufactured after a certain date and <laughs> um, double illegal now. I'm, I'm kind of interested on how they're, managing this because i'm like being that they're already illegal all right so is it just you can't put that on an airsoft anymore like i'm not going to come out and say it but like are they banning the airsoft ones too i think oh i'm not sure i I wouldn't i wasn't aware that there were airsoft ones you could also use on the glocks then and that's how they were getting them in there are without flat out saying it there are ones for the glocks or for the airsoft glocks and the airsoft glocks are built very similar to an actual firearm hmm interesting banned unsterilized guns so ghost guns so that's your polymer 80s your 3d printed which was legal as until you went to go transfer to somebody else as far as my understanding of it was Depend, I guess it depends on the state, but in most states, it was legal to manufacture your own, unserialized, until you went to transfer it to somebody. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Canada, you, you could make your own guns until very recently. Now, I believe you need a business license to uh, to make them in Canada now, but it, it wasn't that long ago where you could make them personally, whether you were 3D mm-hmm. printing or... I mean, like a lot of guns out there in AK-47, you can bend that receiver up with um, sheet metal. Well, it, yeah, it's just stamped sheet metal. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think, yeah, the big one there is the the new purchase of assault weapons and then their, the mags. their magazine bans. And the registration. It's yeah, all bad. Registration, if in, yeah. yeah. If you're in yeah. Illinois, uh, bad news. Yeah. It's not Canadian, but I thought I'd put it in here because it's like yeah. it's happening in other places. I thought, you know, it'd be yeah. interesting to, to kind of log it. Yeah, it's creeping in elsewhere for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, CCFR legal fund doma- donations. Legal challenge is still going. Alberta is now granted intervener status, which I think gives us even further leg up. And dates are April 11th through to the 20th. And well... Uh, Tracy posted a while ago they were still over half a million dollars short for the for the legal fees, so they definitely need the donations. So join, donate, support this. As we're seeing with stuff happening in October and everything, this is affecting every gun owner. It doesn't matter what you own or what. This is going to end up affecting every gun owner. So go out, join, donate, do your part. And yeah, so you can do that. 
You can donate at uh, finance at firearmsrights.ca. You can go to their website, firearmsrights.ca, and uh, become a member. And Explorer, they got some swag on there and that too. So stickers, sweaters, all sorts of good stuff. We get into new gun stuff. New gun stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud sponsor of the CCFR. With a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply, like ammo. And you can subscribe to their weekly newsletter so you can get be one of the first to see their, their new deals coming out. And not a lot of new gun stuff right now, but it looks like Adriel did find something. Yeah, yeah, I've got some here. So Bullseye North, they've got a, a new shipment of Henry rifles. So uh, these just arrived, oh, it says today on the 9th. Only 22 LRs left. Do they even have any of those left? Oh, they do. So they have mm-hmm. some uh, some of the fancier 22s. The uh, Henry American Beauty lever action. Uh, they have the uh, U.S. Survival Semi-Automatic Rifle. And mm-hmm. uh, they have that in camo or non. And then Octagonal 22 as well. Okay, Um, cool. In terms of other deals, uh, this week, January 12th to 18th, they've got 5% off Ruger, 5% off Mossberg, 10% off Hawa, and a smattering of other things, 30% off Locks, 30% off CFE BLK. So if you're looking for uh, subsonic rifle powder, they've got some of that. Mm. 48 bucks. Not bad. Not bad. Less than 50. All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) 762 by 39, 221 fireball. I wonder what else works with that. Hmm. Hmm. These days, it's not so much about like what powder you like. It's like what powder you can get. What can you get? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyways, that's uh, all at uh, Bullseye North. Uh, Next up, Colt announces a bolt action rifle, the CBX Precision Rifle System. Hmm. This looks like an MDT. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what action it is. If it's a CZ action or a Colt action. Um, oh, it says right there. CZ 600. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a new chassis from NDT. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It all checks out. Yeah. So uh, if you wanted a CZ 600 with uh, with a, an MDT stock, I guess you can just buy it now from Colt. Yeah. Colt's putting it together for you. Nice. Next up, North Silva has some new Bren 2 MSs uh, coming into country. These are restricted. Mm, um, okay. And they, well, that's Bren 2. And yeah. uh, these should be shipping to dealers next week. I wonder, cool. you'd probably want to get the long barrel for this and then rebarrel it and get it unrestricted as soon as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the implication. Uh, next up, Soli Outdoors has the CZ600 Ergo Lux and Alpha in stock. So if you're interested in any of those, those are back in stock. Uh, and they are around 1200 bucks to 950 for the Alpha. So if you're looking for like a, a high-end uh, bolt-action rifle, they've got them in 30 out 6 8 by 57 for some godforsaken reason, and 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah. And That's interesting. 8 by 57 That cool. must be a European thing. Maybe the oh, that's a, I believe that's a Mauser cartridge. Yeah. Is an 8x57 8mm uh, Mauser? Yeah, I believe so. I think it is. I think it is. It's an odd. 
an odd one to have. Speaking of oddball car- uh, calibers, uh, Canada's Gun Store has some <laughs> really oddball calibers in stock. They've got 6.8 Western, uh, 300 Win Mag, 3040 Crag. Well, that's a little bit more. 44, 44 Marlin, 357 Ruger, 35 Remington, 450 Bushmaster, 6.5 by 52 Carcana. That must be like Carcano, but uh, uh, Italian. Uh, they've got some PPU 8x51, some 8mm Mauser, which is probably that 8x57. Yeah. 7mm 08, uh, 250 Savage, and 220 Swift. Oh, 220 Swift used to be the coolest cartridge yeah. ever. That yeah, is, hopped yeah. up, hopped up, super fast, speed freak ammo. Yeah. But, uh, why, right? Just burn your barrel out for no reason. Yeah, I know it was very popular. It's a yeah, fast round. Now nowadays, twenty two two fifty. If you need, if yeah. you need like stinking fast, and then uh, two two three. <laughs> if you don't need stinking fast, but pretty fast. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't have a main topic for you guys this week. It's gonna be another short one. Um, well, on the new gun stuff, I'm sure we'll find some next week. I I already know of uh, a couple coming out at shot that uh, are interesting so we'll see if they've announced by time next week's show comes around mm, yeah maybe that'll be our topic next week all the new stuff from shot could be yeah mm-hmm. yeah it'll be about halfway through shot shows so well, most of the way through shot show I guess yeah all the new yeah. stuff should be announced then yeah so, so yeah uh, we'll get on to listener feedback and I think who put this uh, image in here? <laughs> <laughs> I did, so I'll read it. Um, this is uh, some analogies. I'm going to have to tone it back a bit because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is from. Uh, yeah, there's some K. there's some words in there that uh, some hard R's and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad about that one, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll not that one, the other one. Um, <laughs> but I'll but I'll, uh, I'll I'll read through this and try to uh, tiptoe. Uh, Sig Sauer, this is like comparing uh, pistols brands to uh, uh, computer stuff. So yeah. Sig Sauer is Apple hardware. It's overpriced, but modern and updated, clean aesthetic. Uh, happiest fans in the game. <laughs> when they don't QA something, it's your fault, you fucking retard. <laughs> oh, and we're then you than, go and say you... We're more than you go- minutes in. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Uh, Glock is PC hardware, affordable, can be found everywhere. Shit just works. You can modify it a ton, but it doesn't, it mostly doesn't matter. And you probably won't break anything anyways. If you get too much into it, you're basically a Funko Pops, Pops guy. (laughs) 1911 or AR-10s are Linux machines. Uh, fats with beards love it. Strong opinions and bad hygiene. (laughs) Autists thrive in this environment. You can only work on them if you're surrounded by filth. Uh, you're just complicating things because everything else in your life is off the rails and seemingly clinging to micromanaging your hobbies into a lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 3d printed handguns are like temple OS, which is like, it's, it's a crazy OS. You should watch it on YouTube, uh, based free. The government hates them and wants them gone. Compiling their own databases, best users, the CIA fears them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like uh Tor project? 
No, it's like this crazy guy who made his own OS, and he's like, he's 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 a, a genius, but absolutely nuts. And he YouTube's all about this like OS that he made, and he's like very crazy. Okay, <laughs> that was uh, quite enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> well, livened up the episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will uh, take the next one here. Uh, hey guys, you sounded perplexed about why I recommended open carry if Kyle goes out shooting in the desert. Main reason is that you want to obviously be want to be obviously armed if someone is spying on you from the next hill. Usually carrying concealed is better, but in this case, the deterrent effect of open carry is probably more important. The typical scenario for this crime seems to be watching. Someone watching you shoot up all your ammo, then walking up and pointing a gun at you and taking your stuff as you are packing up to leave. Okay. I, I could see where he's getting at there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, since there's really no way they can sneak up on you in the desert, they need to be sure they won't meet any resistance. Having a loaded gun on your hip, plainly visible and ready to use, is probably enough to make them look for another target. This kind of thing is rare, but it does happen, and making sure that you can always defend yourself away from civilization is never a bad idea. Great shows as always. Spencer said, uh, P.S. The battles at Le- Lexington and Concord happened April 19th. Seems like the CCFR's court date is around then, too. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> but, uh, oh, thank you, Spencer, for, uh, expanding on why you'd want to open carry out in the wilderness, especially if you're doing target practice. Cool. You want to take I'll... the uh, next one? Yeah, I got this next one. Happy New Year. Regarding the Olympia magazine capacity of eight rounds, it isn't due to an Olympic standard. All ISSF pistol sustained fire series shoot five rounds. The time competitors have to put those five rounds on target from a low ready, vary from 20 seconds down to four seconds. So it's eight rounds just be for stupid reasons then because no. uh, <laughs> they use like a plastic block on there for the bottom instead of going the full 10. Uh, I've been buying the Gecko ammo from Cabela's. Uh, oh, that's that's our buyer. It was match 308 Winchester ammo at a decent sale price for the current times of 80 bucks for 50 rounds. Yeah, that's pretty decent. Out of my Savage heavy barrel, it puts five rounds into a two-inch group at 200 yards. Uh, federal gold medal match groups tighter, but at a higher cost. Congrats to Kyle for landing a job in the U.S. I'm envious. Is he planning to immigrate there, or is this a short-term gig? Is he working for Matt Carricker? I see he's been flying uh, a demo flag ranch. Demo ranch flag. There we go. <laughs> uh, regarding the Maple Seed contest between Adriel and Kelly, how's it calculated, and who won? I actually just texted her about that before the show, because I forgot all about it. Uh, keep the podcast coming. I, I'm looking forward to episode 500. And that's from Edmund. Okay. Well, thank you, Edmund. Uh, as far as immigration, we'll see down the road. I will be going down there on his non-immigrant visa. Good for three years and infinitely renewable. So, you know, we'll see how we like it down there and we'll see what the future brings. As far as uh, my working for Matt Carricker, I would absolutely love to, but uh, no, I'm 
just a fan picked up the flag when I stopped there last spring. We stopped by Bunker Branding and that was one of the things I bought when I went there. So, so yeah, unfortunately, no, I'm not working for Demo Ranch. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, uh, we don't have any uh, more people for Cabela's link, but if you are buying something from Cabela's online, go to our website. There's a link on the sidebar there. Click that. It'll take you to the site, and everything you buy will give us a little bit of a kickback. Won't cost you anything more, but uh, will give us some, some pennies for the Slamfire helicopter. And I'd like to thank all our supporters, supporters on Patreon, not... We don't have any new Patreons, but uh, if you want, you can become a Patreon and the site. Just search up Slamfire, and once you do, send us an email with your address, and we'll make sure to send a, a patch your way. I've got the most recent batch of patches in the envelopes with stamp, and I just got to walk the dog to the mailbox and drop them off. Okay. Uh, we don't have anything on YouTube or Instagram. Well, we had one on YouTube, but they were asking, uh, it was Tony asking if they can watch us live and absolutely uh, somebody answered on the comments, but, uh, yeah, we we record live every week on Facebook and sometimes on YouTube, which we should probably start streaming more to YouTube when we're not handling guns, but you can always find us on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to send the show an email, you can do so by sending an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com or give us a review on Facebook. We'll read that out here as well. And yeah, shout outs. Hey, Drill. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, one that I forgot to put into events that I just wanted to talk about. Uh, there's going to be a winter brutality at Prince George. Uh, this is going to be, I'm just logging in, so I'm just taking a look right now, March 4th. Uh, mm-hmm. And I will share screen. March in Prince George is uh, going to earn that brutality part uh, for you because uh could be brutal. Could be brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, I think I think I saw sixty bucks. Yeah, sixty bucks to uh, to get in there, uh, and there are a variety of different equipment and whatnot uh, on the practice score. Just search for winter brutality. It came right up for me. Nice. So there, I've covered that. Um, the other thing I want. Oh, um, I wanted to make a recommendation. Uh, Brian Litz Ballistics on Facebook. Uh, he's been, I don't know if it's old data that he's just been releasing or it's new data, but, um, really interesting stuff on there. Like does uniforming the flash hole matter? You know, sometimes the flash hole is like not quite uniform. The Lapua drills them. So they're always perfectly concentric. Everyone else just uses like probably like a Ram just right in there. (laughs) Um, so he did a test and, uh, it doesn't really matter a whole heck of a lot. Not enough to, to worry. If you look at the like variation before and after, it looks like it doesn't matter. Looks like it doesn't matter. But anyways, uh, I would definitely follow him. If you're interested in like extreme accuracy, I would definitely follow Brian Litz Ballistics on Facebook because they're they're releasing some really interesting stuff. Cool. Uh, I'll throw my recommendation from earlier. Uh, If you haven't, get The Law of Self-Defense by Andrew Bronca. He has dedicated his life as an attorney to self-defense law. And he's wrote a book, 
uh, Masad Ayub is actually one who actually got him interested in self-defense, self-defense law. Uh, as I was saying earlier in the episode, really easy read, really good information. I think there's a bunch of information that uh, can go cross-border and be relevant here in Canada as well, besides the concealed carry of pepper spray and a firearm. But the mentality behind self-defense, I think it's a good read for everybody. And with that, we are going to sign off. So you can check us out on, on Gun Owners of Canada. Give us a like on Facebook. Uh, subscribe YouTube, all that jazz. Give us a review on Facebook. And join the CCFR, and we will uh, see you next week. Hey, and so, shameless plug from Mike here. Lloyd Minster Gun Show is January 21st, 22nd. So there we go. Night, everyone. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.